0: Welcome to The Yogi Show. My name is Yogi Brian. I'm a co-host on the show along with Pedro Luna. Today's episode is sponsored by Ajna Wellbeing. Ajna Wellbeing is a holistic company founded by two sisters with a mutual passion in holistic health. I love Ajna. I use their products. I have their meditation cushion. I use it every single morning and it's still super comfortable. It is still fluffy. I love it. I want to lay on it right now. And we have a 15% discount code for you for Ajna. You can use Yogi Show 15, that's your code, at Amazon.com forward slash Ajna. So Amazon.com forward slash Ajna, use the code Yogi Show 15, you'll get 15% off. Yes, now let's get to the show. Today's show, we have David G on the show. David G is an internationally recognized stress management expert, corporate trainer, meditation teacher, Vedic master, and author of Amazon number one bestseller, de The Real World Guide to Personal Empowerment, Lasting Fulfillment, and Peace of Mind. He's also the author of Secrets of Meditation. He has an awesome story. After 20 years in business and finance as his career, David G began a new journey, apprenticing under Deepak Chopra for 10 years as his lead educator and dean at his university. Super cool. Now David G. travels the world teaching meditation to hundreds of thousands of people. I meditate to him on Insight Timer. His morning routine meditation is one of my favorites, but he has so many meditations out there. There's one for you. Check it out. You got to listen to this episode. Let's get to the show. All right. Thank you so much for
1: being on the show. David G., I feel like this is an enlightening moment just to be in your presence. Thank you for
2: being here, brother. How are you this morning? I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show. Um, I'm fans of you guys and uh, enthusiastic fans. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, it's great to, to hang with you. Yeah, absolutely,
0: man. What's up, Brian in Arizona? Good morning, brother. How is it going, Pedro? How's it going, David G? I am so stoked right now. We're <laughs> talking to David G. I meditate with you in the mornings and now we're here on the show. How awesome is that? I know. Hopefully yes. you meditated this morning and didn't wait till now. <laughs> i did i uh, i did brian did you meditate this morning i did i, I meditated yeah. this morning first yeah. thing when right. i woke up absolutely peed what? first i peed first <laughs> then meditated love that i did uh i did the
1: awakening creativity meditation today david i've been doing that one a lot lately um with uh all the things that are going on in our lives like I don't know, just like everything I feel like I'm doing is in the creative sense. So I found that meditation. Um, I've done many of yours before, but that one specifically lately has been really hitting me on the inside timer app. Sweet. And, um, I just can't thank you enough for like allowing holding space for me and I mean millions of people um, to, to really sit down and ground and meditate. So thank you so much. You know, that's really been amazing. That one's
2: super powerful for me. That's great. It's my pleasure. You know, that's, um, I've been doing that since uh, 2003 creating, just you know turn out the lights open the mic up and then <laughs> do that thing. you know what that's like and so, yeah
1: pour the heart out you know yeah, pour it okay. out there you know cool. since 2003 you've been doing it okay yeah. cool so yeah. 17 wow. years look at that man on the then and just changing lives you know changing what were you doing before that
2: uh well um i uh well just in a nutshell uh sure. yeah. yeah give it I began meditating in college. Uh, it was uh, an experimental Asian studies uh, class. There were 12 of us. We sat in a circle. Our Zen master uh, stood in the corner. Um, we were instructed to raise our hand when we had a a thought. And in his hand, he carried an 18-inch bamboo stick known as a Sapu. <laughs> and he would come over and whack us on the back um, oh, when we raised our hands. So I found myself... Uh, essentially you know uh lying to my zen master (laughs) and not raising my hand and uh i pretty pretty quickly left that type of meditation and i dabbled on and off uh with all different types of of meditation from vipassana to mindfulness to tantra to mantra to chocolate tasting meditation to candle gazing uh, you know and uh, some stuck for days some stuck for years uh but then i um got involved in the corporate world i started um Uh, in the world of finance, um, trading bonds and doing kooky stuff like that. (laughs) And I worked in the World Trade Center and um, I noticed that as I got deeper and deeper into that corporate uh, self-imposed stranglehold, Mm. uh, that um, my meditation practice had slipped away. And I traded in my morning practice for an early morning train ride to the World Trade Center. I traded in my evening practice uh, for a nice Big glass of scotch and like that uh, balance was gone um, from my life and uh, suddenly i realized you know what i'm not meditating at all and i'm yeah. also really unhappy and empty and you know all those all those things um and so uh in the wake of 9 11 i was walking past a row of cardboard boxes that people were living in and, uh, as I walked past this particular box, this guy grabbed my head, uh, my pant leg, pulled me down into his box and said, what's going to be on your tombstone, which is a fairly oh, reflective sh- moment. You know? And, um, I was like, so blown away and, and staggered, uh, with that and, uh, wandered around, came home and, um, ultimately, um, quit that world, left, left that world. And, um, when I got home, my wife said, you know, you should definitely quit your job. Uh, there's this guy, Deepak Chopra. He's doing a meditation retreat in Oxford, England. And I was like, all right, I'm fairly obedient. And I was like, so I quit that and headed off to uh, the land of Harry Potter. And um, <laughs> you know, over, over those seven days, pretty much by the third day uh, of that, uh, I suddenly... Um, it was like my heart had been like this, uh, white linen cloth that had been dipped in black India ink. You know, I was so empty and so sad and so, um, purposeless, but by the third day of meditating, it felt like that cloth had been draped in this, um, in this, in this stream and just cleansing it, cleansing it, cleansing it. And probably by day three, I felt joy for the first time in, I don't know, 20 years. And by day seven, Um, I do probably what most people do after they hang out with Deepak Chopra for a week. I headed off to India in search of the guru and uh, traveled around (laughs) India, traveled high, traveled low, you know, bathed in the Ganges, meditated every morning, practiced yoga. You know, I was lighting incense and traveled up to um, Dharamsala to see His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. He wasn't there that day. Um, (laughs) And um, really as I was, after about five months of searching for the guru, uh, I was laying in a hammock in a uh, cashew forest in Kerala, Southern India, reading the Bhagavad Gita. And I'd read this particular verse um, probably a hundred times. It's uh, chapter two, verse 48, where Krishna says to Arjuna, "Yogastha Kuru Karmani and like, boom, like a lightning bolt. That means establish yourself in the present moment and then perform action. And I was like, yes, that's it. So I raced home. And um, after hanging out at home for like uh, three months, a friend of mine said, dude, well, you two is sit around and meditate. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. Isn't that amazing? And they're like, no, no, no. You have to like share this with the world. You have to like, you know, teach other people. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm from New York. I don't care about anyone else's meditation. Um <laughs> And so he said, no, 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 your boy Deepak, he's got like a center in uh, California. You should go out there and, you know, become like a certified teacher or something like that. So I headed out, uh, didn't know really, you know, had nothing else going on in my life, headed out, (laughs) um, went to this uh, workshop, which was a requirement for the, for the meditation teacher training. And like on the third day, um, Deepak and his partner, Dr. David Simon, approached me and said, hey, um, would you like to be the COO of, of the Chopra Center? And I was like, not doing anything else. Sounds- <laughs> I got some time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I was like, yeah, sure, uh, I'm in. Um, at the time, you know, the center was in the wake of 9-11, the center wasn't doing so so powerfully. And I said, that's what I do. You know, I, I turn around companies. I'm, uh, I've been a mergers and acquisitions advisor now for like a decade. So they were like, cool, come on in. And so, of course, I didn't know that it wasn't just like to run this global organization. But then I got certified. And then I started teaching people to meditate. And then I did that every day. And then I ultimately became the lead educator there. And then I became the dean of Chopra Center University. And that was like 10 years of doing that. And in 2012, um, I sort of like left that and began on my own, traveling the world, teaching people to connect to... uh, to timeless wisdom and to the stillness and silence that rests within. So, it's kooked out. Um, <laughs> an interesting journey, but uh, sounds like am. an
1: amazing sounds like an amazing journey. Sounds so, like, sounds an, amazing like an
0: amazing journey. I want to know about the journey of your your hair game, like your hair yeah. and your beard. Like I have beard <laughs> and hair envy with you right now. Yeah, like I, I, I'm I'm bald. Like I I can't grow hair. Like I, I wish <laughs> I wish I had that
2: this is sort of like my robert smith look awesome sometimes it's it's my sammy Hagar look but this is my robert smith look
0: Uh, right
2: yeah i just you know it's funny my beard was like really i had like a a, a solid foot there and um i don't know what but uh i get so many comments on like yo santa around december so you know or uh, a mindful santa Santa. the most mindful present santa you can get <laughs> that's it you know yogi santa they call me so no, um, no. and i was in, i was in england and people were like yo gandalf and i was like oh you're killing me so um so i figured you know let me uh let me chop a little heft off of my beard so i feel <laughs> almost naked now it's, you know it's something like three inches um, but uh my beard my beard uh grows back yeah i didn't have this hair when i was working on wall street just so you know
1: no, I assume not. <laughs> I assume not. But you know, you know what? D- David kind of reminds me of our friend Corey. Corey, he's got that long hair, kind of yeah. like that whole that that vibe. It's so good, so it's good. Awesome. De- uh, David G. These, um, you know, Deepak Chopra was a big for me. Was started my meditation journey. So interesting enough that that was a the kickoff of your medit, or you know, the rekindling of your meditation as well. Yeah. Um, and I've done a lot of those, the twenty one day uh, meditation experiences. Did yeah. you have a hand in creating those? Because I started. Uh, like, yeah, I created
2: those. Like you were um, the you're the guy. In 2005, um, I was sort of like hanging out. Um, at the time, I was I was you know I just like become like the lead educator. So I was teaching meditation every single day, sometimes two three times a day, and I said, "How about if we like created these like guided meditations?" You know, I'll do it. So again, I don't have I did not have a script. And um, I just uh, recorded 21 days of you know of, of guided meditations, picking certain themes, uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, acceptance or intention or forgiveness, things along sure. those lines. And um, and 5,000 people signed up, and I was like, cool, you know, these they're all free. And then I did it like six months later, um, the second one, and like 25,000 people signed up, and I'm like, damn, this is, <laughs> uh, this is it- happening. Six months later and, um, um, a hundred thousand people signed up and suddenly I'm walking down the hall and, um, David Simon, the, the co-founder of the Chopra center said, Hey, uh, Deepak and I were talking, you're doing this thing, a uh, 21 day meditation challenge. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Don't worry. It's not taking time away from anything else I'm doing. I'm, I'm helping, you know, bring people, you know, into our world. And they are like, oh, oh, we're not upset. We want in. And, uh, so I said, okay, uh. So David Simon goes, I'll take day 3, 7, 11, and 15. Deepak will take day 1, uh, 8, um, 16, and 21. And I was like, okay, cool. And they go, uh, prepare the scripts for us. And I go, there's no scripts. This is just you sitting down in front of a bike and leading a meditation and, you know, talking about something. And they go, no, no, we got to have scripts. So I was like, you've just like stolen all the fun out of the whole thing, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, So then they did that on like the third one. And then they said, this is so much fun. Let's invite other people in the Chopra Center to do that. So then we had like the head of HR and the head of the yoga program and it was really, really robust. And I was like still really enthusiastic. And then sort of one day they were like, oh, uh, listen, you're all out. And it's it's Oprah and me. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But then boom, you know, a million people. Of course. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess I'm um, the one who like planted that seed. Um, and yeah, like no. from that, like there's hundreds of 21 day challenges have, have mm-hmm. popped up in the last 15 years. But yeah, yeah, that was like a really fun, cool thing. And then after that, um, After I left the Chopper Center, um, I created the 40 Days of Transformation. Because the funny thing was, uh, I remember going to David Simon, and he goes like, why'd you pick 21 days? And I was like, oh, come on, 21 days is like the thing. Stephen Covey, you know, he says, you know, 21 days, um, and that's how you create a habit. He goes, that's absolute crap. It's 40 days. (laughs) He goes, Jesus was in the desert for 40 days. Buddha meditated for 49 days. Don't you get it? Forty days. Moses wandered for forty years. Forty is the number. Twenty-one is only the halfway point. So I was like, "Oh, okay." So I created the forty days uh, of, of transformation. Um, and I don't know. I don't. You know, I there's a lot of uh, conflicting science on this. Twenty-one days build a habit. This forty. This month. Um, right. But um, I don't believe that. Uh, well, for me, the reason I became a meditation teacher was because I uh, I don't have the willpower to show up every single day. But if I uh, figured, well, if I just get certified, then I'll, and if I want to be authentic, I have to show up every day. Right. Yeah. Wait, holds yeah. my feet to the fire. So I actually, you know, became a certified teacher just so that I would show up every day. And that, of course, I never intended to share it with anyone or teach anyone. And,
0: you know, it's the journey, journey. Yeah. You kept uh, kept doing it and, yeah, certified. <clears throat> and then, you know, not, now you're on Inside Timer and, like, gosh, it's, Just such good content on there. And anybody out there, like, we're talking about habits, you know, 21 days, 40 days, whatever it is. I mean, we're all different. Like, it took me 77 days. It took me 77 days until, like, I realized, like, I really like meditation and it's really helping me. Last February, I... Just, you know, I'm a yogi, so I practice yoga and do all the physical stuff, and I really, like, challenge myself. I'm like, I'm going to meditate every day for 90 days and see what happens. Like, if if I don't like it, I'm going to stop it after 90 days, but I'm going to give myself 90 days every single day. Maybe maybe it's a couple minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes. I'm not going to really, like, give myself pressure on the timing, but 90 days. And for the first, yeah, for the first like 30 days, I'm like, all right, uh, nothing's happening. 60 days. I'm like, okay, like, is this like, maybe it's not for me. And like day 77, I was like, I will meditate forever. And and I have been like almost every day and just, just playing around with different meditation practices. And maybe we can touch up on that. There's so many different types of meditations that people can kind of get lost at the sea and like where to start You know, do I do mindfulness meditation or quantum leap or chakra meditation? There's so many. And like, what's your advice to someone out there, like starting with so many different meditations?
2: Uh, You know, that's such a great question. And that's really the reason that I wrote my first book, Secrets of Meditation, because Um, Every place I went, it seemed that there was like an agenda, you know, I would go to like this teacher and it would be like, this is the way and then it would go to another teacher and they would go no, 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 this is the way. And like another teacher would be like, whatever you do, don't meditate with your dog. They steal (laughs) your (laughs) dog. There were so many rules, so much dogma. I love dogs, but I don't love dogma. And so there were like so many rules that I said, you know what, I have to write the book that says it's okay to pick your thing and do it as long as you show up. So that's why I started doing the chocolate tasting meditations. And uh, I believe that anyone can meditate anywhere. Uh, I've taught so many different types of people. Um, why don't we just do a, quickly a technique that I that I first used um, on Marines who had just come back from Iraq and Afghanistan um, at Camp Pendleton, which is uh, up the road from where I live. And um, I sort of like went there. Um, I was like tricked into going there. I didn't really know what was, what was going on. Um, and my hair was a lot longer than this. And I was wearing a giant Ohm shirt at the time <laughs> and, uh, with a big beard. And like suddenly I came into this room when there's like, you know, 14 guys who had just come back from Iraq and Afghanistan. These guys were like, you know, ripped. And um, I felt so puny and so pathetic, you know, so like irrelevant. And like, what could I possibly teach these guys? And, um, but I really, you know, I just didn't talking to them, you know, it's like, so what's going on? And they're like, we're, we're traumatized. We're stressed out. Um, we're, we're, we're having problems coping. Uh, we're emotionally, um, wounded. Um, a lot of us are physically wounded. I mean, it's, it's, it's intense. So, um, I figured, well, I'm not going to call it meditation here. Um, I said, well, I have a, a beautiful technique called "16 Seconds to Clarity," and uh, they're like, "All right, let's do that." So why don't we do that now? Sure, let's uh, do it. Awesome. So, 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 think about something that's been bothering you this week. Um, you know, don't go too deep. This isn't therapy, but you know, something that disturbed you. Someone said they were going to do something, they didn't. Something was supposed to unfold a certain way, um, and uh, and it didn't. And get just get clear on on that. Just an irritation. Just a little bit of a disturbance going on inside you. And now close your eyes and through your nose, take a long, slow, deep breath in and watch that breath as it goes down. And when it hits your belly, hold it there and watch it and witness it and observe it. And now release it and watch it as it moves up your chest, through your throat, out through your nose or mouth. Keep exhaling, keep witnessing it, keep observing it till it dissipates into the ether. And when it feels comfortable, slowly open your eyes. Breathe normally. And if you were playing along and both of you guys, your eyes were closed. I was like, you're in. Um, <laughs> in. You know, if you were playing along, you were not in the past. You were not in the future. That was 16 seconds. And in those 16 seconds, you truly connected to the present moment. In fact, if you were playing along, you weren't thinking about that thing. I just asked you to think about that. Not, yeah. Right? Man, so, so what we just out. proved is, you know, not just, well, that is technically a <laughs> meditation, but what we proved is that, hey, I can drift my attention away from whatever I think I'm thinking about in the past or the future, get fully present just by witnessing my breath. And if you do that four times, it's a minute, do it 20 times, it's five minutes. And suddenly, so these, so it was really funny when I was um, teaching these Marines, they were like, we love that, can you come back tomorrow and teach us? I was like, it's 16 seconds. It took me 45 <laughs> minutes to get through the security. Fund. You know, and they're like, I don't know, please come back. So I said, okay. Then the next day, could you come back again? So I came back every week for, we did a 16 second meditation. The next week I came back, we added a minute to it. We did a minute and 16 every single day. The next week, two minutes and 16. We did that every single uh, day and every single week. I had to travel and had to leave a couple of times. But right now, these guys are meditating for 25 minutes and 16 seconds every single day because they started it so incrementally. And I originally had called that th- that technique 16 seconds to Ananda, no one knew what that meant. Then I called it 16 <laughs> seconds to bliss, it seemed too little woo woo, then 16 <laughs> seconds to clarity. And then when I started teaching that to cops, because I work with law enforcement now, I call it a tactical breathing, and <laughs> awesome. you got
1: very serious when you said that, David. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. Well, that's it. I, I get that very serious face, and I go, "Let's raise our awareness with some tactical breathing here." And everyone's like in on that one. Um, the funny thing was, I started, you know, I invited everybody who follows me on social media to um, practice the 16 second technique and hashtag 16 seconds, because you know, and take a picture of yourself in like you know some fake meditation pose or hand mudras or something along those lines. And so that was going on <clears throat> for about I don't know uh, three months, and then Ronda Rousey, you know Ronda, yeah. Rousey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did so Ronda Rousey, yeah, yeah, she knocked somebody out. Started beating her competitors in 16 seconds, so she started hashtagging 16 seconds with people <laughs> in that death lock and with her elbow on people's <laughs> tracheas and like yes. about to snap someone's neck off. So if you go, if you, if you just click on the hashtag 16 seconds, you'll see this, the yin and yang of life. You'll see people in blissed out meditation poses, or you see Ronda Rousey, you know, just coming off the top rope, coming down on someone to like, you know, flatten them and snap their head. So it was, um, I became a fan of hers just, just because of that 16 second connection.
1: (laughs) That's, that's That's, that's so good, David. And uh, that really like, um, no, like what Brian's question was so profound. When Brian, when you asked that question, I was like, yes, like that's something that would definitely add value to the, to, to the listeners and to people around the world that, that David G's already been doing, but just that it doesn't have to be one certain way. And that it, in reality, it's like, you have to do what is right for you within the time constraints that, or whatever, the, whatever you got to work with, you know, just show up fully as you are with whatever you got to work with, do your best, leave it all out there and then keep going. You know what I mean? And not, not be hard about like, Oh, I only did it for a minute. Like, no. I got to do it for a minute or I did it for a minute. You know, it's like flip the script on that.
2: Yeah. You know, we know that so many of our decisions are ruled by um, hormones and chemicals coming into us, you know, whether that's a fight flight, whether that's a reactive response, whether someone pushes our button, whether we have a, you know, some preconceived notion of how something's going to unfold and then it doesn't, we're like pissed off. And this technique, even just 16 seconds, suddenly creates a break in the action between what was coming into mm-hmm. us you know that whole stimulus response kind of thing mm-hmm. it puts a little pause in there you know they call it a pattern interrupt scientifically but it just creates a break so that your next word your next thought and we controlled our thoughts we totally directed our thoughts with that with that technique uh, your next action actually has just like a couple of maybe a millisecond or maybe 16 seconds before you respond and before you do the condition predictable thing, which typically usually is not your best expression.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so really what it, what I consider meditation is like the powerful tool to help you make better choices, to help you not only sleep at night and lower your blood pressure and do all those scientifically biologically proven things, but to really help us be more, a little more conscious, a little more thoughtful instead of thoughtless, a little more mindful instead of mindless, a little more unconditioned. That doesn't mean unpredictable. It means just not succumbing to that same freaking pattern that's been running, you know,
0: in your head for the last 20 years. Yeah,
1: the same program
2: over and over and over.
0: Yeah, same program over and over. And like when when I talk to people about starting a meditation practice, because it's one of my passions, you know, just because last year was so... Like I, I, I really didn't do as much physical yoga and that's something I'm going to do in 2020 is get back to more physical because like I feel stiff, like pretty stiff because I've just been like sitting doing meditations in the morning. But when I at, like when I talk to people like explaining how awesome meditation is for me, they're always like, oh, I, I can't sit still or my mind's wandering all the time or, you know, and a, a part of me before I started this meditation journey, a part of me. Didn't meditate because I felt like I needed the the room perfect. I needed a I needed nag champa mm. incense, like I needed a shrine. <laughs> and then I'm like, how do I build my shrine? Like I need I probably need a Buddha and like the. You gotta get the chimes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> David G get... with the chimes. That was on point, David G. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on David point. G with the chimes. <laughs> yeah, it's like Love environment, yeah. and you can do it anywhere. You can meditate anywhere.
2: Yeah. That reminds me of of like the story, I guess about like, uh, I don't know, like 2007, I had just taught um, this person to meditate and we had practiced together for like, I don't know, like two weeks, every single day. So like they were, they got it in, they were like hooked up and, um, and so I'm hanging out in, uh, in Encinitas, which is down the road from me. And I bumped into them. and I was like, yo, how you doing? And like, Oh, amazing. And so like, you know, since most of my interactions with all human beings are about meditation, one of my go-to lines is, so how's your meditation practice? So, you know, said like, so how's your meditation practice? And uh, he was like, oh, uh, the Buddha's coming today. And I go, I don't don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, yeah, the Buddha's coming today. I go, yeah, yeah, but, but how's your meditation practice? And he goes, no, the Buddha's coming today. And I was thought he was like, you know, had lost it a little bit, and like right. waiting for the Messiah or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, I was like, no, no, tell me how how how's your meditation practice? He goes, oh, oh, well, um, I haven't meditated since we parted company, but on our last day, I ordered a Buddha from Sri Lanka, and it's coming today. And so once that's set up in my special altar meditation room, then I'm gonna sit down and meditate. And I was like, oh, you're
0: killing me. Yeah, that's (laughs) classic. You're 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 missing. That's classic. And I, I, I'm sure other people out there listening right now are feeling that same way. It's like I want to meditate, but yeah, I have. Pets, cats, dogs, birds, turtles, like, you you know, you got animals. And I love watching Peaches. I love watching your stories. That's like a meditation for me. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm in the present moment watching Peaches.
2: (laughs) Peaches is David G's dog, everybody. (laughs) This is my opportunity for a public service announcement. Um, Adopt your next pet. Um, Yeah, I I adopted Peaches, or she adopted me, Mm -hmm. um, in um, uh, 10 years ago. And uh, she's an l a rescue. And instantly she taught me, resist nothing, and you will receive unconditional love. and as a as a type A New Yorker pizza, uh Taurus, I'm a fairly good Ooh. resistor. You know, now that I've revealed that I have to move and you know begin my life again. But um the Peaches has taught me over this decade to just like stop resisting. Stop putting up walls and and let the love come in, and that's what she that's what she teaches me. So she's a more a mindful Morkey. She's a Maltese Yorkie. She actually likes to skip. I brought her to like ten different vets, you know, around the country to like my dog skips. Does she have a luxated patella? Is there a knee issue? Does she have tender paws? What's the deal? And they all say mm, she just likes to skip. So uh, I have a skipping dog that's like so joyful all the time. Um, that's like the a powerful, powerful message. Well, that's my PSA. So
0: yeah, I love I that. Love, I, I love think more people need to skip out there. If if, yeah. if you're out there, skip to your skip. car. Like, have fun. Like, we used yeah, to skip just... all the time. I, 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 I'm I'm trying to figure out when did we stop skipping? Yeah, uh, yeah. That,
2: probably that probably might need was...
0: to be your next meditation. Yeah. skipping
2: meditation. Yeah. Make <laughs> it happen, David. You... We we stopped skipping probably around the same time that we remember we used to do like staring contests when we were oh, little, yeah. and then suddenly we're like there's something happened in our lives and we became like very, very protective and like, stop looking into my soul right. <laughs> into all my deep, dark secrets. So, you know, this, the moment we were unwilling to do a staring con contest. And that was the moment we stopped skipping. There's like a whole bunch of stuff that happened. That we can like <laughs>
0: Bring back into our lives right now. Yes. Bring, Whatever. bring back the staring contest, bring back the skipping everybody. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Enjoy right? life. What, walking's just walking's boring. <laughs> yeah. Skip to my loop. <laughs> David, tell me, so you,
1: uh, so with peaches, I see you all the time on Instagram, like Brian said, uh, walking the dog, taking peaches to the beach. Um, so obviously you must live really close to the beach. And I've seen these like, um, community gatherings that you do or that you've done that, you know, people meditating on the beach with you. Is that something that you, um, Is that something that you started um, like as like a newer into or you kind of went to the Chopra Center right away. So you had that thing going on. But like, you know, there's a lot, plenty of new yoga teachers and new uh, like meditation leaders and stuff that listen to this show. And so like creating community around something is really obviously really important. So is there a community
2: that follows you to the beach? Do you do something there with uh, with the community out there? Uh, Yeah, it's really, you know. (laughs) <laughs> one of my sacred values, you know, everybody has five to seven, just like companies have core values and we have, you know, what's really, really important. Like, why do you do what you do? It helps really unfold that, that, that answer. And for me, um, um creating community and holding space for a community has always been really important um, considering that like back in two thousand, you know, five, that's what I did to sort of like created a virtual community when, when I started like building up the Chopra center database and creating that online meditation community. Um, you know, I've since when, in 2012, I created the, uh, the David G sweet spot community mm-hmm. and, um, <clears throat> I travel the world. I'm on the road probably 300 days a year. So, um, oh, wow. that brings me to a lot of different places because, because there's a lot of people who are not going to come to, Uh, Southern California where I live Um, but I started doing events um, at um, at this uh, at this place on the beach and uh, uh, you know I would rent this giant ridiculously large house and then that's where I hold all my events I call it the meditation nest and um, I, I don't give the address out unless you actually are attending the event, because we've had tons of people just like show up and go like, "I'm here." <laughs> I tracked you through a photo that you posted. I did some geolocating, and I brought my daughter here. We've flown here from Dublin. Can we hang out with you? And I'm like, obviously yes. Um, they're they're like
0: a- the hair was pretty easy to see on GPS. Yeah, you're
2: right. are <laughs> so like, he's right, right. there. Satellite so that, photo. Right. Um, and so, uh, we started, you know, uh, meditating before sunrise. Cause that's when I do, you know, I'm med- at it, you know, pretty much to try to share my practice. So it's totally authentic. I'm not asking anyone to do anything. I wouldn't. So I usually wake up around four 30, you know, rise, pee, meditate, meditate, um, do a little yoga, take peaches for our, for our daily walk, write a little bit, do a gratitude practice. You know, I've got, I've got that pretty much locked in. So we started, um. Going out on the beach, uh, taking our the people at our events, you know, which is, everyone's not used to waking up at you know 4:30 in the morning and getting out there in the dark. But when you're sitting 20 feet from the ocean, and then suddenly like the sun comes up and that's your meditation timer, you know. And then we go and and do yoga on the beach, <clears throat> and we get people hacking our meditation all the time. So people come now from all over the world. <clears throat> we you know they know you know they say what's the schedule for this upcoming event and. um It's in Carlsbad, you know, California. And so we've had people come from Moscow just for the meditation. Um, If there's like on all the solar eclipses, we get like 50, 100 people hanging out there. And it's really one of the joys of my life to just like most people – you know, it's sort of like a sexy way of getting up early. It's like, dude, wake up really early. Come down to the sand. Put your toes in the sand. Feel the ocean. Breathe that ocean prana. It's like a whole, you oh, know, like all we do doing is just like, and now let's sit in silence and do nothing for a half hour. <laughs> um, but if you're going to drift away to the sound of the waves, you know, what's a better place to, to, to drift to? So, yeah, I think community is really, really important to me. And um, social media is really important to me. I think that you know a lot of people are like, no, stop spending so much time on social media. Um, well, I watch a lot of TV. I watch at least four hours of TV a day. Um, I, I'm, I'm on social media. I'm meditating consistently, at least for thirty minutes in the morning and at least for thirty minutes in the afternoon. <clears throat> sometimes throwing something additional um, in there. And my life is really about connecting people to the stillness and silence that rests within them. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Brian. even though it may have taken you 77 days on one of those days, you know, you were like, Oh my God, what, what just happened? Mm -hmm. We're not looking, you know, we don't meditate. So we hit that thing. We, I believe that we meditate just to simply to cultivate our ability to witness. That's it. That's all we're doing. But suddenly when you have cultivated your ability to witness on a daily basis, suddenly, it's like taking off really dark shades. Suddenly, everything is, is more beautiful. Everything's lit up. You're a little more patient. You're a little more creative, as, as Pedro said. You're a little more, um, <clears throat> um, you know, it's that classic line, uh, Lao Tzu's line from 5,000 years ago. Do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles and the water is clear? Well, there's a second part to that, to that quote, which is, you know, can you remain unmoving till the right action arises by itself and so most of us don't we have to like get in there make the call do the text push the button do the thing you know blow through the light and suddenly if you have your you get rewired from meditating yeah like you know what i don't need to like knock that person over as we're boarding the plane. It's not taking off till we all get on board anyway. You know, so, so <laughs> there's a, there's a deeper understanding and I believe that has a, has awakened within me and I'm hoping in all the members of my community and you know, there's, you know, people follow me on Spotify and Amazon and iTunes and Apple and Tidal and inside timer and unplugged meditation and
1: yeah.
2: <clears throat> daily Om. you know, all that. So it's about a million people a month are are downloading or streaming um uh my meditations and so you know uh, i'm just leading them to their heart i believe that all those people and i get you know hundreds of emails every day which are like oh my god i did that thing that you know that meditation and boom, my heart cracked open or suddenly I I made peace with my past or like I, I discovered my purpose. It's like, I'm not the one creating that. I get emails all the time. Like, should I dump my loser husband? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, probably, but you know, Uh, What i'll say is like well, why don't you read one of my books or do one of my meditations and that'll put you in a better space To make that choice. I don't know if you should I don't know who the who the bad one in that relationship is or the toxic one is But I know that if you meditate you'll be able to figure it out and then make a more conscious choice
1: What's up everyone? It's pedro. I'm so grateful that we had david g on this episode of the show I hope you were enjoying it as much as we did having recording it I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Ajna Wellbeing, for supporting the show, and then we'll get right back to our conversation with David G. As you know, Brian and I have been using the Ajna Wellbeing products for some time now. They actually just came out with some new bolsters for all you restorative yogis out there and at-home yogis, and uh, we've actually been enjoying them so much. We just received them last week, so they're giving us a discount code to give you if you want to go to amazon.com slash ajna which is a-j-n-a you can use promo code yogishow15 and get 15% off your purchase the meditation cushion is amazing and you are going to be meditating after listening to this episode of the show so if you want to grab a meditation cushion a bolster a yoga mat or an acupressure mat or whatever they got in store for you, please feel free to do so at Amazon.com slash Ajna using promo code YogiShow15 for 15% off your purchase. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah,
0: right. absolutely. Absolutely. And for me, meditation has been self-study. You know, now, now when I meditate, some some days are great. Some days I have aha moments. Some days I'm just like, wow, that was like, should I continue to do this? You know, <laughs> you know, but it's like a, a continuous practice. And it is like, I love that you said like routine, like your morning routine and morning routine for me is like super important. Like, yeah, I wake up early four 30, you know, meditate, write a gratitude journal, you know, j- just write my intention for the day, you know, because I take, I take my morning, I take my day and like, I have, control of it because I started in the morning like meditation for me is just like finding like really seeing what's going on inside me you know taking those taking that breath like you know like why do I need to look at my phone or like why do I need to respond to that notification it's just more of like the question like why and just sitting with it and really like self-study so any anyone out there like if you don't have a meditation practice you know, yeah, you may have a great aha moment the first 10 days, like you're different than than me. It took me 77 days, like some people take 44 days, 21 days, but just stick with it and you'll just kind of see what's going on in there, right? Like you'll see what's going on inside you. Yeah,
2: I mean, there's so much <clears throat> research that's come out um, since 2012, but really there's been an acceleration in the last 18 months. And a lot of these research studies, and they're University of Massachusetts, Massachusetts General, Harvard, Yale, uh, University of Wisconsin at Madison, uh, University of San Francisco. They do these studies, and it it, it seems that um, the studies are eight weeks, which is fifty six days. <clears throat> now, I don't know if that's <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if that's because. Um, one of the techniques that they're doing is mindfulness, and they're following the MBSR, the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction uh, program of Jon Kabat-Zinn. Um, but they do their they do their research studies for, for eight weeks, <clears throat> and then they put MRIs on the brain, and they and they, they they really map the neurological uh, the, the neuroplasticity and like what's going on, what's growing, what's shrinking, what's what's getting lit up. And so n- now they know that in in 56 days, and listen, if maybe they, if they did a five-week study, they, they would find these results as well, but they're all eight weeks, so it's 56 days. It's less than two months, and they know that in less than two months, in 56 days, this is like a landmark study, um, everyone who participated in in this particular study from 2012 um 30 minutes of minutes i had i hesitate to tell people this because i like people to meditate twice a day but they only meditated once a day 30 minutes of mindfulness and for 56 days and all all of the uh test subjects um had a five percent plus increase in their hippocampus, which is the part of the brain responsible for learning, memory, spatial orientation, hand-eye coordination. You know, that's when we have a memory. That's where it gets like etched into. We don't know where memories are stored, but that's where it initially gets, gets etched. Um, and all of these um, participants also experienced a five percent plus Decrease in the gray matter of their amygdala, which is the part of our brain responsible for fear um, anger um, Anxiety and um, unfamiliarity, so Imagine that just within with 56 days you increase the part of the brain that's learning memory and spatial orientation Good stuff and you shrink the part of the brain. That's all about fear and anger and um that's in less than two months. So like we know that. Um, So there's a lot of these eight week studies. So even if you're not necessarily feeling it, the world around you is feeling it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, Brian, you know, on day 50, you might've said, I don't feel anything. But everyone in your life is like, you know, Brian used to be a dick. (laughs) You're like, and, like, now he's, like, so loving and open-hearted and, and patient and compassionate. Like, what, what, how? Has he been taken over by an alien? So, like, they're not telling you this, though. So they're, like, waiting to see if it sticks. Um, but, like, you may, that's the beauty of meditation. We're not sensing, gee, I'm more patient in this moment. You know, uh, we're not sensing, gee, I, I forgave that person. And I, I normally I would have plotted their murder. You know, like, <laughs> We're not doing that, we're we're suddenly, the, the world around us is shifting. So I believe that we transform the world mm. by transforming ourselves. So I believe, Brian, you have finally felt what the entire world was already experiencing <laughs> oh, on day 77. That but is I profound. Bet, That's true. I bet you, you know, all the people in your life, definitely the people you live with, were like, damn, if we had known about this, we would have taught them to meditate 20 years ago. They
0: are like, yeah. Brian, can you meditate for five hours a day, please? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you sit for longer please? Yeah.
1: That's, that's amazing, man. Brian, I well Brian inspired me. So, you know, on and off I've been meditating for years and on you know, every time the 21-day challenge comes out, I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to do it." And then I do it. I get to like the bonus day of day 22 and I'm like, "Ah, forget that." Like and then I just like I'm just like I'll just start again tomorrow and I just never start until the next 21-day thing. So Brian's really encouraged me to start recently uh consistently again uh for like the I don't know, umpteenth time. And I've just, it's, it's amazing. So again, like, obviously this conversation is is like hitting home on meditation. So just start like, this is the, like the the silence is loaded with answers. You see that on t-shirts and quotes everywhere, but the the reality is like, that's, that's so true, you know? And yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we
2: spend so much time, um, even if we're introverts, we spend so much, so much time emoting. Uh, speaking Um, we pray which is talking to God we were asking for favors we're begging for stuff we're telling people you know our our most recent opinion on you know how the wrapper on this candy bar used to open better than it does now I mean we're in in the we're in the world of opinions now you know we can tweet any irrelevant stupid thing and people like no, you should open the candy bar left to right Uh, (laughs) and, and so it's like all this you know all this crazy stuff but we don't spend a lot of time listening. And so even if you're very religious and you've been praying to, to God or your higher power or, or some entity for all these years, okay, well, you may say, well, I'm, you know, I'm very, very devotional. I, I sit down and pray, which is essentially asking for stuff. And uh, we don't spend enough time listening to answers so then we say like you know god hasn't heard my prayers we'll have you stopped for like five freaking seconds and allowed maybe an answer to come in to you um and so i think really what meditation can do uh if you show up with consistency it makes you a better listener you start listening to your to to maybe you can hear the whispers of of your heart, maybe you can hear the whispers of the divine. Uh, you definitely will hear the people that you live with that you've been ignoring because you've been zoned into your own device and doing your own thing. You'll hear nature. You'll hear suddenly, like you'll hear the world, and suddenly you realize, oh, uh, probably fifty percent of the conversation that I have is irrelevant. You know, uh, you know, passing it to through the you know the three gates is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? A lot of things are true. Not not everything is kind, uh, but most of that is not necessary. You know, it's right. necessary, like, get out of the way, there's a bus coming. That's necessary. <laughs> but pretty much any, you know, people pontificating and opining on stuff it is not. So I think that just inherently, we become better. Again, we're cultivating our ability to witness, so we become better listeners. And I think that uh, if, you, if your relationship is struggling in any way, probably it would raise itself up and get a much higher vibration probably if you just listened a little bit more probably paid a little more attention you know in all of our interactions and i so ultimately we could say that meditation really helps you be more purposeful which goes back to what brian was saying with like that gps thing we don't have to enter coordinates into our car gps every time we get in there but the higher likelihood will get have the most direct route if we do enter those in we can wander around there's nothing wrong with that and just because you enter the gps coordinates in doesn't mean you have to go to that place you can take detours and you can stop you can change your mind but when we meditate when we connect to that stillness suddenly it's like oh there's actually i'm a little more purposeful now I'm going to do things that that can can help heal and serve others, Uh, help heal and serve myself. I'll practice a little more self-care. I'll take better care of myself because I can do a better job. Um, You know, suddenly there's clarity on you know what you're here to do right now i believe you know it's this concept uh, it's in sanskrit it's called dri dhri dri you know we get the it's the it's the ancient root it's like a 10,000 year old sanskrit word we got the word dharma from it you know and but there's no actual english translation for dharma in in modern times we call it like purpose or meaning or duty or obligation things along those lines but 10,000 years ago dri uh, actually was a force that simultaneously held all the stars apart, pushed them as far out, going infinitely, and yet at the same time wrapped its fingers around the entire universe and held it together. It's like gravity and anti-gravity simultaneously. It's, and the actual definition of Dri was that which upholds. That which upholds. And so um, if you think about just this concept, like, what is that force of nature? What is that universal law that's holding all the stars apart, you know, pushing them out infinitely, and yet wrapping its arms around the universe and holding it all together. Mm-hmm. So what is that which upholds this entire existence? So I, I often will ask people like, what's your personal duty? What is it in your life? What is it that which upholds? you know, what is the ground on which you stand? What are you here for? And I believe that changes, you know, it can change every six months or every three years. Um, You know, the ancient wisdom teachings teach us that we're all here for a purpose. But I think if we can like zoom in to like a a dri arc and see like, oh, for the past several years, you know the yogi show has Mm -hmm. you know like i mean it's clear (laughs) this is your purpose you know and and maybe this goes for 20 years and maybe it morphs into something else and then your your purpose is to do something else but clearly like your purpose at least from a takeaway and i'm not creeping into your head or your heart (laughs) you know is to touch people and and help people awaken to their best version and you know using this thread that everyone um you know can connect to who listens to your show so i believe that that everyone has this DRI, D-H-R-I. Um, and if you're from Queens, we call it DRI. Um, <laughs> but in Sanskrit, it's DRI. And, uh, you know, I believe we're all in this in this space right now, um, where the universe is beckoning us, where there's like, we're being called to step into something, especially at like the beginning of, of, of a new year. Uh, you know, yeah. what an ideal time Um to double down to reinvent to recreate to rebirth yourself because i have friends who signed up to they joined a gym on december 20th you know they went once on january 2nd they haven't been back you know and it's been like two weeks and it's like yeah ah. and there's and they or they're locked in for 12 payments so they came to the <laughs> very very expensive one day workout <laughs> but you know we have the chance to like say you know what that was so yesterday today I reinvent myself today. I, 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 put a stake in the ground and, and I believe that you want to figure out your purpose, get quiet. You want to figure out why you're here, get still, you know, and listen, but you got to do it every day. You can't like, well, oh, okay. God gave you five minutes. Didn't come back to me in time. I got to move on and get on social media. You know, uh, <laughs> right. you know, so at least if we create a space every single day, a window, you know, to hear, you know, the universe, to, to, to listen to our heart, to, to just quiet the noise. You know, classic yoga sutra, yoga Chitta vritti Nirodha. oneness is the progressive quieting of the fluctuations of our mind. Yes. So that's it. We're not trying to stop thoughts. We're not trying to hit, hit nirvana. We're not trying to have the aha moments. We're just trying to, to quiet down a little bit so we can hear yes. a yes. little bit
0: better. Yeah. So you can hear a little bit better. And I, I love everything you said. Just so on point, you know, and yeah. especially just being consistent, like anybody out there, like you gotta be consistent with it. And one thing I noticed, like sitting in my practice, like it takes me like just five to 10 minutes just to settle. Like when I sit, like my mind's just all over the place and I've like learned to just be like, okay, this is the normal process. Like my body just got out of bed or I just walked from here to here. Like my physical body just needs to settle. My mind's going anywhere. And then after that five to 10 minutes, just like any exercise or any practice, you do a yoga practice, you have your warm up. you know, you got to settle and you got to get your body into it. You got to get your mind into it. So yeah, get there, settle. And like one thing you were saying too is, um, like, like when, I, when I was getting quiet, I was listening to what was going on in in, in my head. And one thing like I realized is I'm a fast starter and that's why I never stuck with meditation or like most things. Like it's tough for me to finish it out. That's just one of my things. Like I'm a fast starter. I go all in and then I'm like, Oh shit. Like I have way too many things to do or like <laughs> I wanted to meditate for two hours. I'm going to start a <laughs> meditation practice. I'm going to meditate two hours. And I'm just like, this is so Torturous. I it. Like I can't who, do it. It's like people
2: who go vegan, you know, overnight, and they're like, "Well, I was eating steak, but now it's celery juice for me, and I'm only going to eat salads every meal." And and they can pull that off. And after like two days, they're like. I probably should have been a little more incremental in this yeah. Right? Yeah. But
0: my, I know it does. not meatless Mondays?
2: How, how about I try yeah. that? Just, yeah. yeah.
0: Like baby steps too. And that's why the yeah. 16 seconds meditation, like anybody can do that. Like you're saying, anybody can do that. Try that for a hundred <clears throat> days. I don't know. Try that for a long period of time. And you're going to get benefits from that. And then you're going to do 32 seconds. Yeah, right. Increase. Yeah. You know, just go Increases, from there. and Increase. Incremental.
1: In those, in incremental, man. Well, David G, this has been amazing. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, spilling your knowledge, and all all the things you got going on. We we wrap up these shows. This is a perfect segue uh, with the lightning up round. Okay, so it's just like um just a couple of fun questions. You know, think of like a lightning round and other shows, but these are these are off the wall. But this is a this has been a great conversation. We've had so much fun. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I think David is David G is probably gonna have the best answers out of anyone oh, yeah. on the show. <laughs> <For> <laughs> no, <sure>. no pressure. <laughs> no pressure so david david g brian you go first you're the wild card go hit us with a question
0: all right first. i always ask these questions david you, david g you've probably seen these on my story i ask like random questions so and, I, and they're they're mainly around enlightenment so who do you think would attain enlightenment faster mickey mouse or pluto oh uh i, I think mickey
2: mouse I think he's got a lot of pressure on him. No one's paying attention to Pluto. He's not even a planet anymore. <laughs> so, um, but, but Mickey Mouse, you know, all eyes are on Mickey all the time. So he has to show yeah. up authentically. So people know when he hasn't meditated,
0: right? That's, uh, that's that's, so <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Okay, David. So if um, where would it be the 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 best place, the better of the two places, to lead a meditation experience? You guys are so
2: funny. Mars. <laughs> Mars or Venus? Oh, Mars or Venus. Um well <clears throat> you know, I saw Matt Damon in that Martian movie and it scared the shit out of me. So <laughs> like I don't think there's, you know, actually I think he was eating poop. You know, yeah. the so <laughs> I say probably Venus- not that. Venus sounds just a little more love-filled, a little more divine feminine, a little more Shakti energy. So um I prefer uh, that kind of – I always prefer
0: that kind of environment. Yeah. And there's a lot of dream there because it's a greenhouse.
1: It's very
0: together. Great. All right, Brian, one more. All right. So who <clears throat> would be a better meditation teacher? Hmm. A great white shark or – a lion. Two very vicious creatures. Uh, you know, I say great white, you mm-hmm.
2: know, classic lion Leo stuff is is a lot about, hey, check me out. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> Whereas the Great Whites pretty much come in, yomp a couple a couple of seals, and just like, you know, there's there's not a lot of fanfare. We make drama about it, but they're not like, dude, just ate all the seals. Really? And you know, they come in, they yomp, and they and they move on. That's so I would I would feel you know I, my definition of a great teacher is someone <laughs> who um, has the ability to to uh, step out of the way and just yeah. channel all the timeless wisdom. Um, so I would say definitely uh, great white,
0: great white shark, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I feel like the lion would be at the gym a lot like you're saying like he'd be yeah, right right probably crossfit like you right. know. give
2: me 10 more uh, You know, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> david g this has been so much fun uh seriously brother a pleasure and honor to be in your presence and to have you lead uh the 16 seconds the uh the meditation on our on our show and um and all, all the things and you know the lighting up questions were so good so we really appreciate your time and, um, we're going to sign off for this episode. So David, is there anything that we need to know that you got
2: coming up in 2020 that people need to know about before we sign off? Uh, yeah, I have a bunch of meditation retreats, you know, they're like Monday through Sunday, um, where you'll learn your birth star mantra. We meditate like not all day, but probably three, four times a day. Two of the days are in silence. We're waking up, meditating on the sand, practicing yoga on the sand, um, it's it's really it's called spiritual awakening and and truly by the end of that process everyone has just had their 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 aha moment but i've got something going on um every single uh week someplace on the planet and so i would just invite people i've got over a thousand guided meditations most of them are free and a lot of different courses um out there so if you um if if free is you know listening to free guided meditations is is the way that you can connect to stillness and silence. Definitely check me out. I think I've like thirty on Inside Timer and a couple of courses there as well. Um, and uh, find your place. Just show up where you are. Let's not make excuses that I have cats or kids or 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 uh, a tough job. Uh, you know everybody's got something going on. We only have 24 hours and we get to decide where am I going to put my time and attention? And if I had known way back then that I could just connect to stillness and silence for 30 minutes in the morning and that would set the trajectory of my day, and that may sound very, very intimidating, or Brian, 77 days in a row, one day at a time, one meditation at a time, one breath at a time, and whether that's 16 seconds or five minutes, uh, we know that we're better when we can do that. So, um, check me out, follow me on social media, David G meditation uh, on on Instagram and flow of love on Facebook. And so between those two, there's probably enough resources to keep you going for like a solid three years. Heck yeah. And I'm I'm
0: coming to one of those retreats you have. I I was looking at your schedule even before the show, like I'm, I'm coming this year. So you're going to see me there and we'll, we'll make a meme together. I can't wait. Love that
2: absolutely uh, thank you thank you brian and thank you pedro for for inviting me you know
0: absolutely. you guys
2: are you guys are um transforming the world and and uh it's um i'm honored to be to be a part of of your trajectory thank you well, thank you so much it. you
1: know you, you always say i'll see you in the gap and i guess this was the gap brother so thank That's you so it. much yeah <laughs> so thank you for being here namaste my friends we'll see you soon namaste namaste, namaste. What's up, friends and listeners? I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Yogi Show Podcast with David G. You're gonna be meditating soon if you're not already, and maybe you did on this episode of the show just like Brian and I did. Impromptu, a 16-second meditation, and boom, just like that, you're meditating. So, if you haven't meditated yet today, go back to the middle of the episode, put on that 16 seconds of bliss, and check it out. Start somewhere, just start where you are. Allow this to be the invitation to do so. Thank you so much once again to Ajna Wellbeing for sponsoring the show, for being a proud supporter of the Yogi Show podcast. You can grab all of your amazing products from Ajna Wellbeing on Amazon, going to amazon.com slash ajna, which is A-J-N-A, just like the chakra. And you can use promo code Yogi Show 15 for 15% off your purchase. Grab a cushion because you're going to need to sit somewhere comfy with a nice, long, straight spine and allow yourself to sit with what is and bask in the bliss check out the for all the show notes on this episode where to find david g and to check out our sponsor ajna Wellbeing. thank you for listening and we look forward to bringing you more next week namaste my friends